It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Good evening. Welcome to Elvis Park. individual community call. It's Tuesday, February 23rd, 2016, 1733 p.m. <clears throat> so on um, 16 of February 2016, um, you know, I've been complaining about these guys running this vibroacoustic. Uh, it's infrasonic resonance that causes your whole body to vibrate. Uh, mainly, uh, it's probably coming. Some of it's coming up from the floor because I was doubled in my utility bill. Good thing that I, and I posted it too to my blog, where it shows the pattern of history. Last six months, under twenty, you know, twenty-five, twenty-six. All of a sudden, the bill shoots up to forty-something dollars. But during that same time frame, I started recording uh, and uh, documenting that they started blasting these acoustic weapons again at my living, private living space. Now, creating that kind of resonance can cause serious damage to your body, especially your bones, your organs, everything. So I documented all of it. Well, I was at work on the 16th, and the pain was so excruciating that I had to leave work to go see a doctor. I hadn't been to a physician in eight years. I don't take these drugs or, you know what I'm saying, unless there's a serious issue going on. I'm still hurting today, so obviously it's probably more than what their x-ray and their urinalysis uh, found. So needless to say, this Dr. Wilkin from the doctors on duty at Lighthouse in Monterey uh, was the initial physician that saw me. At first, he was just going to give me a shot and I guess send me on my way. And I said, I'm not taking any shots. I don't, I don't know what's in the vial. Just give me some pain pills and I'll be on my way. So I'm sure that they were told by some perpetrator before I even got to the appointment, that somehow I'd be lying. The only problem is they took an x-ray. He decided to take an x-ray. Not one, not two, not three, but four. So with the four x-rays, along with the urinalysis, then he said, well, we'll have you do a urinalysis. So they found traces of blood in my urine, but he claims on the x-rays that it did not appear that there were any kidney stones, yet the pain still radiates, and now I'm getting pressure on the left side. That means there's something more going on. Apparently, they sent the x-rays and probably the urinalysis to be further tested, not just at the facility at doctors on duty, but probably out to be tested or to be looked at, the x-rays. So he gives me uh, 300 milligrams or 500 milligrams of naproxen, which is an anti-inflammatory, and 300 milligrams of codeine. Well, obviously, my body does not tolerate codeine because it made me so sick one night. I felt like I was being toxically poisoned. And instead of throwing up, I just had diarrhea for several hours to try to get that out, get it out of my system. So I take it periodically, you know, but it's, it, it, I keep getting nauseous. So I called them on Monday at 10 a.m., and I let them know what was transpiring. So what would Monday be? The 22nd. So I called them on the 22nd, 
in the morning at 10 o'clock to let them know that I was having, uh, it appeared to be an allergic reaction to the codeine because I kept getting nauseous and I'd start getting numb and everything. So I asked them to ask the doctor to prescribe something so that I could pick it up after I got off of work. It was a real simple request. It doesn't take rocket science. I call you at 10. So I would figure, you know, at some point you would call it in so that it'd be ready by 5 o'clock. So at 4 o'clock, I decide to trust my instincts, which I have razor sharp. And I call them and ask them what's transpiring. One, they had not called it in. Two, they kept me on hold. And three, when they came back, they decided that the doctor uh, who was on duty, this doctor, P-R-E-S-C-I, Preshi, that works apparently Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays, which is really odd because, you know, so he um, decided he wanted to prescribe something called Tramadol. So let me give you some information on this drug and why I said I do not want to take it. So Tramadol is a narcotic that is utilized for pain. Okay, well, that makes sense. I'm not, I don't take it a lot. I don't take it when I'm working. And so by the time I get off of work, the pain is pretty excruciating at that point. I'm not someone who's going to take it just for the hell of taking some drug. If that were the case, I'd have been over there every all the time as a target because they cause excruciating pain with the tortures that they do with these directed energy weapons. And somehow you have to get past it. But there are times when the pain is so excruciating that you simply cannot get past it. And on the 16th of February, that's exactly what happened. So needless to say, they tell me that they're going to give me this drug called Tramadol. And as I I said, I've never heard of it, so number one. So then it says, you know, Tramadol is uh, a narcotic-like pain reliever. Tramadol is used to treat moderate to severe pain. The extended release form of Tramadol is for around-the-clock treatment of pain. This form of Tramadol is not for use on an as-needed basis for pain. Tramadol may also be used for purposes not listed in this medication guide. So then it tells you how to take it. But I always look at what are the side effects? Because is it going to make what I need it for worse or better? So it says you should not take Tramadol if you are allergic to it or if you have severe asthma or breathing problems. So you know that they mess with our respiratories as targets. So that's kind of concerning. A blockage in your stomach or intestine. Well, we don't know, right? I mean, the x-rays show that it wasn't the kidneys, but maybe there's something else going on on the side of my body. Uh, if you have recently used alcohol sedatives, tranquilizers, and narcotic medications, well, that's not, no. Uh, seizures have occurred in some people taking Tramadol. Talk to your doctor about your seizure risk, which may be higher if you have a history of head injury, epilepsy, or other seizure disorders. Well, you know, when you are targeting someone's brain with the offensive use of cognitive neuroscience and neurotechnologies and nanoneurotechnologies, I'm sure there is traumatic brain injury. I don't think it. I know it. So that's another red flag, okay? A history of drug or alcohol addiction. Well, neither to the both. Uh, a, met- a metabolic uh, disorder. Why have hyperthyroidism? So it creates a different kind of me- metabolic disorder. 
Uh, if you are uh, also using certain medicines for to treat migraine headaches, muscle spasms, depression, mental illness, or nausea and vomiting. To make sure Tramadol is safe for you, tell your doctor if you have liver or kidney disease, which I still don't know because there's blood in my urine, right? Uh, a stomach disorder or a history of drug abuse or addiction. So then you can go down and then you, there's these um, side effects, right? So you can also see the side effects. So I decided to print it up, five pages of side effects. That is really a cause for alarm. So just because a doctor is an MD and went to medical school doesn't always mean that what they tell you to take is what you should take. That's why you take the time to figure out what it is you're putting in your human biology. So it says less common or rare abdominal or stomach fullness, bloating, basically. Uh, abnormal or decreased touch sensation, so that's numbness. Uh, blisters under the skin, chi. That sounds nice. More bloating. Blood in the urine, okay? Blurred vision. Change in walking and balance. Chest pain or discomfort. Chills. Convulsions or seizures. Darkened urine. Difficult urination. Dizziness or lightheadedness when getting up from a lying or sitting position, fainting, fast heartbeat, frequent urge to urinate, gaseous abdominal or stomach pain, heart rate increase, indigestion, irregular heartbeat, loss of memory. So, they're, you know, this is probably a drug that they wanted to give Target, like me, so they can say that, oh, it was the drug she was taking, not all the shit that we're doing to her. So as you read through this list, it's pretty much something that has to do with targeting. So they would attribute it to the medication and not the fact that they've tortured with the weapon system that's probably caused the degeneration of my lower lumbar spine. It's deteriorating. So I hear, I talk about when they use these vibroacoustics, it causes acid reflux because they're cooking your intestines like a microwave. Um... Pain in the arms, legs, or lower back, especially pain in the calves or heels upon exertion. Pain or discomfort in the arms, jaw, back, or neck. So I'm going to these people for pain that appears they're, they're claiming is the lower lumbar or the spinal area. Why would I take a medication that might exacerbate that pain? I'm trying to get relief from that pain. Um... Pale, bluish-colored, or cold hands or feet. Recurrent fevers. Seeing, hearing, or feeling things that are not there. Severe cramping. And that's what it feels like, is cramping and pressure. Um, severe nausea. Severe redness, swelling, or itching of the skin. Shortness of breath. Sweats. Trembling and shaking of the hands and feet. Trouble performing routine tasks. Weaker absent pulses in the leg. Yellow eyes or skin. That's like, you know, jaundice. Uh, if any of the following symptoms of overdose occurs, change in consciousness, decreased awareness or responsiveness, difficulty with breathing, a lack of muscle tone, lightheadedness, loss of consciousness, pinpointed pupils, pinpointed pupils of the eyes, severe sleepiness, shortness of breath, slow or irregular heartbeat, unusual tiredness. Some tramadol side effects may not need any medical attention as your body gets used to the medicine, these side effects may disappear. Your healthcare professional may be able to help you prevent or reduce these side effects. But do check with them if any of the following side effects occur. Abdominal or stomach pain, agitation, anxiety, constipation, cough, diarrhea, discouragement, drowsiness, dry mouth, feeling of warmth, feeling sad or empty, feeling unusually cold, fever, 
generally feeling of discomfort or illness, headache, heartburn, irritability, itching of the skin, joint pain, loss of appetite, loss of interest or pleasure, loss of strength or weakness, muscle aches and pain, nausea, nervousness, redness of the face, neck, arms, and occasionally upper chest, uh, restlessness, running nose, shivering, skin rash, sleepiness, or unusual drowsiness, sore throat, stuffy nose, sweating, tiredness, trouble concentrating, unusual feelings of excitement, weakness, less common or rare, appetite, um, abnormal dreams, appetite decrease, back pain, bladder pain, blistering, crusting, irritation, itching, or reddening of the skin, bloody or cloudy urine, body aches or pains, change in hearing, clamminess, cold-like or cold flu-like symptoms, confusion, cough-producing mucus, cracked dry or scaly skin, decreased interest in sexual intercourse, difficult, burning or painful urination, difficulty with moving, disturbance in attention, ear congestion, ear drainage, earache or pain in ear, excessive gas, falling, false or unusual sense of well-being, feeling hot, feeling jittery, flushing or redness of the skin, general feeling of bodily discomfort, comfort, goosebumps, headaches, severe and throbbing, hoarseness, hot flashes, inability to have or keep an erection, itching, pain, redness, swelling, tenderness, or warmth on the skin, joint sprain, joint stiffness, joint swelling, loss in sexual ability, desire, drive, or performance, loss of voice, lower back or side pain. So this is where I'm having side pain and lower back. Okay, so I'm going to look up what a medicine a doctor tells you to take because they're not God, though they like to think they are. Muscle aching or cramping, muscle injury, muscle pain or stiffness, muscle spasms or twitching. So here's all my muscles right now, my back, my lower back, the side, all these types of pressure and pain. And it's telling you, well, these are less common, but they do happen. Nasal congestion, neck pain, night sweats, pain, pain in the limbs, pain or tenderness around the eyes and cheekbones, pain, swelling or redness of the, in the joint, skin discoloration, swelling, swelling of the hands, ankles, feet, or lower legs, tightness of the chest, trouble in holding or releasing urine, trouble with sleeping, weight increased or decreased. After you stop taking this drug, it is possible that you may still experience side effects that need medical attention. If you notice any of the following side effects, check with your doctor immediately. Goose flesh, high blood pressure, increased sweating, increased yawning, shivering or trembling, unusually large pupils. So this is a long time after you stop taking it. Okay? So my bottom line is, after reading that, I said to them, I don't want to take that medication but I'm still in pain. So they go, well, take ibuprofen. They'll prescribe 600 milligrams of ibuprofen. But I could just go over the counter and take 600 milligrams of ibuprofen. Oh, well, the prescription is different. So I said to them, okay, so give me the Vicodin because when they extracted my tooth, they gave me Vicodin. Well, that's a narcotic. So isn't codeine a narcotic? So this Dr. Presci, who, who, you know, says, well, I haven't seen her as a patient, and I don't, I don't feel like doing it. So you tell her to take the Tramadol or 600 milligrams of ibuprofen. So 
uh, you and I and everybody that's listening to this knows that they have thousands of prescription medications for what? Pain. That are non-opiads like codeine or Vicodin. Tramadol is not an opiad. That is not the only pain medication on the market. I don't want to use it on a daily basis. I want to use it at this point and generally once a day after I get off of work when I have not taken it all day and the pain is excruciating. But I don't want to take this one. So they tell me, okay, wait 24 hours. So anyway, they when I call them at 4, they were supposed to call it in. Remember, 10 a.m. Now we're at 4 p.m. They still hadn't called any prescription in to the pharmacy. So I get on the phone at, at 4 and ask them, what's happening? They put me on hold till 4.30, pretty much. I had to keep calling back because they just left me on hold like they didn't want to help. But that's standard operating procedure for the perpetrator recruited community, civilian community. Oh, we were busy. Yeah, I'm sure you were. You didn't have one person calling in prescriptions for people? So they already said, you know, like I said, that the x-ray showed that there were no kidney stones or it did not appear that there were kidney stones, but the lower lumbar spine is disintegrating, is deteriorating. Well, if you blast an acoustic weapon at someone for a long enough period of time, you're going to cause damage to that person's spinal area or any of their bones or any of their organs. My big concern is that the kidney, the left kidney, there's a problem. Or my ovaries or that fallopian tube area because they've been blasting me for years. Eventually, it will take a toll on the human biology. Like I said, I have not been to the doctor in eight years, but the pain was so excruciating, I knew that I had to go see a doctor. And this is the kind of treatment I'm getting at the doctors on duty in Monterey, California, on Lighthouse Avenue. You either take this medicine or you don't get anything. So last night I had to suffer through it, and I didn't get anything. I get a call this morning from the office manager, her name, Alyssa, was the, per, the head nurse that was supposed to call it in, and she was busy, so they didn't do it. Then she finally tells me what it is, and the first thing I asked was, what are you giving me? Then I look it up and I say, I don't think so. This appears to have too many side effects that I don't feel comfortable with. Well, then you have to take ibuprofen. That's it. Well, aren't there other non-opiad painkillers? They don't want to answer that question. So anyway, this Dr. Preshi, P-R-E-F-C-I, says, I'm not doing it. She either takes the, the, this tramadol or she takes, you know, or prescribes 600 milligrams of ibuprofen which you could just take 600 over the counter. So anyway, Katie is her name, and she's the office manager after putting me on hold till five-something. So I'm over at the CVS on Lighthouse, and I present the, 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 the printout of what, I'm, of what I just gave the link to. Oh, yeah, it's a pain medication. Okay. 
well, don't, aren't there any other ones? So he's he's automatically, you know, uh, well, you know, whatever. They want you to take this one. Well, I don't want to take that one because the side effects don't, I don't agree, you know, I don't want to have any side effects like this. And I seem to have a sensitivity to medication. So anyway, Katie calls me this morning at work and tells me, well, I've spoken with Dr. Wilkins, who was the original physician that saw me and had the x-rays done and the urinalysis. Well, he's agreeing with Dr. Presci. Either you take this tramadol or ibuprofen or you don't get anything. And then she had the nerve to tell me, and Dr. Wilkins said, if you're in pain, why don't you just go to the emergency room? This is what they said to me over the phone from doctors on duty. Why don't I just go to the emergency room? The whole reason why you have doctors on duty is so you don't flood the emergency room with non-life-threatening issues. And you go to places like doctor on duty where you're having pain. They can show on the x-ray that something's going on in that area. And you provide the medical treatment. So the bottom line to them is either you take this tramadol or you fucking suffer. And if you don't like it, go to the emergency room. So that was Dr. Wilkins, who was the original physician who saw me, and Dr. Presley, who said, well, you take this one. Now, the likelihood is that they were instructed to provide this particular pain medication and no other options other than ibuprofen which anybody can take 600 milligrams over the counter. So I just wanted to document this verbally in the timeline about what transpired at this doctor's on duty. But when you tell someone, if you, know, if you don't take what we prescribe, then you go to the emergency room. So I told them, I don't have to have an opiate. That's not the issue. The issue is the goddamn motherfucking pain. That was caused by the constant use of these directed energy weapons. In particular, these acoustic weapons in the infrasound and ultrasound that are blasting constantly in my private living space. But when you tell me to go to the emergency room, because you're basically, we're not going to help you. We got a, I got a problem with that. So I need to document it so that we remember, all of us. If I start going cripple on the left side, what they didn't do for me, as someone who went to them in pain on the left side, by the hip, and up the kidneys, and how they treated me. Everybody gets exposed. You want to exploit me? Then get a taste of your own medicine. But more than likely, they were instructed by these assholes doing these criminal, non-consensual human experimentation. Let's see if we can exacerbate the problem instead of try, try helping that person. Let's make that person suffer more than to try to help them. We already know the psychiatric community 
has no credibility, in particular of the American Psychological Association, when at the highest levels, they helped design the torture regime and protocols and tactics and techniques that were utilized to break human beings down. But see, you also have to monitor their vitals. That's the medical profession. So instead of being silent about it, you have to speak up. So today, I identified the date, the time, the location, and the individuals because that's my job as a victim of crimes to ensure that I do and I identify, especially when someone hasn't been to the doctor like myself in eight years. I don't go to the doctor, one, because I don't trust them anymore. And two, I know when it's time for me to go to the doctor when the pain is that bad. But three, to be treated like this, that's fucking bullshit. So on another note, that's the medical side. I finally got through to the Public Utilities Commission because my utility bill, and good thing I have a graph. I put it on my blog page, and what it is is it shows like the last six months, you know, under $27, all of a sudden for the month of January, it spiked to almost double. In particular, electricity. But that was around the time when they started blasting the acoustic weapons. So there's at least a transceiver or a transducer that's probably set up on this property that's sucking that energy that I'm not utilizing. I called Pacific Gas and Electric on February 3rd after I got the bill and asked them nicely to start with for a printed copy of the hourly usage based on the smart meter readings of the month, for the month of January. Flat out refusal the whole way through. Basically told, get online. And then you can access it. Well, I said, I don't have an account online and I don't choose to go online at this point in time. I get my bill through the mail whenever I get it because we know how you don't get your bills through the mail half the time because that's another compromised civilian for this domestic terrorist organization, state, corporate, and academia sponsored, sanctioned, and covered up. And I pay it through the mail. Now I'm calling you to give me a copy of a, our, the hourly usage for the month of January. Flat out refused. From Fresno to Sacramento supervisors, San Jose supervisor, two Sacramento supervisors, and one supervisor from Fresno. They're not allowed to do that. So they get, finally get through and say, there's an office in San Francisco. I think it's the corporate office for Pacific Gas and Electric in San Francisco. I doubt the customer relations, executive customer relations, or whatever this 415-973-8295 telephone number is that claims to be Pacific Gas and Electric, I've left them, left them three messages with my account number, the explanation, my address, and the telephone number, and they have not called me back, even though on their message they claim that they will call you back within 24 to 48 hours. I've been calling since February, what did I say, third, second, or third? 
So in the interim of all this, I also filed a complaint with the state of California's Public Utilities Commission to look into this and to address this issue of discriminatory business practices, where if you go online, you can get information. If you're a paying customer, because we're all paying customers of utility, and you pay it by mail, and you ask for the same information, they will flat out deny that access to that information, even though they have it. So I call up the public utilities, and I ask them, well, what's the status of this complaint? So then they, I get hung up on and everything, and finally they give me a case number and a case representative by the name of Jennifer. So apparently on the 19th of February, they finally moved on something from the 3rd of February that I made the complaint, or the 4th of February at 12.01 a.m. So they sent something to Pacific Gas and Electric, and they're supposed to respond to me about what, what the options are. Well, see, I, I happened to call a good customer service representative who appeared not to be compromised yet by this domestic terrorist organization. and. The first thing he said is, yeah, we can pull it up on our screen and print the screen and then email it to you, but they won't let us do it. That's how easy it is to access that information if you're someone who does not go online. Then his other suggestion was, well, I'm sorry that you've made all these calls. And I started naming names and dates and times, and he goes, I'm really sorry. You know, maybe what you should do is, you know, call the Public Utilities Commission and see if you can get through to the corporate offices who are not calling you back to try to get a resolution. So he was actually helpful. He goes, yeah, we can just pull up your screen, print the screen, and email it to you. That's how easy it is. But that's not a part of our policy, so we don't do it. I said, but that's discriminatory practices because there are millions of Pacific Gas and Electric customers who get their bills by mail and pay it through the snail mail. They don't go online. They don't believe in setting up accounts. But if they request the information and you have it available, you should provide it to that customer. In particular, if it can be accessed by people who go on, customers who go online. So now it's the principle of the situation, you see. Because how many customers who do pay by mail you know, who get their bills by mail, who have called up customer service and been denied those hourly usage reports because they're also having spikes in their utility use. How many millions of customers that have been flat out discriminated against as a paying customer when other customers can get that information if, they log, if they're willing to log into an account? You're discriminating against those other paying customers who don't happen to believe in going online. It's the principle of the situation now, especially when you're shitty to me, it's all about the principle of the situation. So needless to say, I finally get through to this Jennifer, who's the case representative at the California State Public Utilities Commission. And so she's really evasive doesn't appear to really like her job that much. And is, is whenever I ask a question, it seems like it's just asking too much. All they care about is that they sent a complaint to Pacific Gas and Electric on the 19th. 
That's all you need to know. No, I want to know other things, like what happens when it doesn't work? You know, what are my options? What about this discrimination? What about all this? Well, you're asking too many questions, you know, and she just, she kept like refuting every type of thing that I was trying to ask her or to dismiss it like it wasn't important. So finally I said, you know what? I want you, I, 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 I believe you're compromised. And I no longer wish to have you as my case representative for this complaint with the State you know, Utilities Commission against Pacific Gas and Electric. So then she got really upset. So it was going back and forth. And then it was all about me. You know, you're not listening. You don't want to hear it. No, I do listen, but I'm not willing to accept it. See, you guys are so used to bullying people into just accepting whatever crock of fucking shit you guys dish out under customer service based on your corporate fucking talking points that whenever someone asks you to venture outside that fucking box of talking points, you guys get upset. Well, you picked the wrong person. So anyway, I asked her nicely, please get your supervisor. I would like a new representative. I do not want you to be my case rep for this complaint. So ultimately, what happened was, she says, I'm really glad that I don't have to deal with you because you don't listen and blah, 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 blah. It was all about me, the customer, okay? Then she says, and you know what? I actually don't really care. You're an employee for the state of California making complaints for fraud, abuse, whatever, discrepancies, complaints against a, a private utility company. And you're telling me, one, that you don't care, and two, that you're glad? Well, then, wasn't my first request initially, before it even got to that point, to please transfer me to your supervisor so that I can get another representative because you appear to be compromised. Was that not the right assessment to begin with? Then she decided to attack me and tell me basically she didn't care. I just really don't care. Wow. That's amazing. So anyway, I, I left messages with the first supervisor at the California State Public Utilities Commission, and I left another one because she transferred me to the wrong manager. I think it was the a boss above her supervisor by accident. So I left a message with him. So their names are, let me get that down because I documented that too. Um, her Jennifer supervisor Is Patty Cassaro, C-A-S-S-A-R-O, and I left a message with her to please contact me and give me another representative. And I asked them to pull the record, their recording, because you'll hear it on their recording, how basically I'm being attacked because I'm asking questions. And then she inadvertently sent me to Howard Williams, a manager, the manager. So I left a message with him provided all the salient information, the case number, the case representative, my full name, my address, and my telephone number. I didn't say it once. I said it twice. Let's see how long it takes for either of them to contact me back. Like I said, I'm going to document shit. And when you start fucking around like that, I'm going to expose it. 
because I'm done playing games. I'm still in pain. That really pisses me off. Everybody gets held to account just like they make all of us targets be held to account. They don't like it when they're called on the carpet. They know how to dish everything out, but they don't know how to take it. But at the end of the day, the most important thing is date, time, and event, and the people that were involved. That begins to hold up in a court of law as a pattern of harassment, of deprivation, of fundamental, fundamental services in the state of California for me as a target. I don't fuck around anymore. What's your name? What position are you in? Where are you located? Thank you very much. Get your supervisor. What's your name? What's your position title? What's your location? If you don't do that, what do you have to back yourself up? When I start spewing, I talk to this person and this person and this person at 1740, at 1747, at 1750, at 17 so-and-so. And what I'm doing is I'm showing the pattern of all this inability or maybe it's perfability to not help. February 3rd, and I still don't have a resolution. That's 20 days ago. But when someone from the public, the state of California's complaint department tells you they don't care, then you got a big-ass motherfucking problem. They can pull their own fucking recordings. But if you ever tell me that I didn't say that, then I'll pull my recording because I don't fuck around. And welcome to the world of targeting and what I've been dealing with. So I wanted to record it because mainly I wanted to document, especially because this uh, tramadol, you should really, you know, whenever a doctor prescribes something, don't just take it because the doctor tells you to. Take the time to decide and read up on what it is you're putting in your body. And if you don't feel comfortable, you have the absolute motherfucking right to tell that doctor that you don't feel comfortable taking that particular medication. And when they start giving you ego, you tell them they're not gods. And you do have a right to say no. But when you sit there and say, well, here, just take some aspirin, you know, because we're not going to give you anything else but this one, and you know that the pharmaceuticals are the, and the doctors are the biggest drug-fucking-dealers on the face of this goddamn planet. There are plenty of non-opiate fucking painkillers that these doctors could have prescribed. But for some reason, they were hell-bent to try to get me to compromise to take that trauma doll. I'm not going to do it. So this is their way of saying, well, then fuck you. No, fuck you as a physician, as medical professionals, saying you could suffer then because we're only going to give you this one option or some aspirin or fuck you. That's bullshit when you know there's a litany of non-opiate painkillers out there that they could have easily fucking prescribed. 
That was Dr. Wilkins, but before him was Dr. Presci, P-R-E-S-C-I, at the Doctors on Duty on Lighthouse Avenue in Monterey, California. Why were they so hell-bent on this particular drug? Probably because they knew that it would exacerbate some situations of mine because I have, I, I have a sensitivity to certain medications. I was given for a tooth, the tooth extraction a heavy-duty antibiotic that caused my tongue to turn white after 24 fucking hours. That's only taking, what, two pills? And I get oral thrush that fast? That's how fast my body reacts. But when you, when you force someone to say either this or go, go to the emergency room, I got a problem with that. Like I said, when you know that the pharmaceuticals are the biggest drug dealers on the face of this fucking planet, there, you can put all the cartels together and they don't even come close, not even close to the pharmaceuticals and the junkies they have. All I need is some relief for the pain. I don't have to have an opiate. But I'm not going to take the one you, you told me to take because I don't feel comfortable. I have a right to fucking say that. So where are they now? Oh, well, we'll just, we won't help you anymore. Why? So you're going to make someone suffer. Oh, go to the emergency room. Why should I have to go to the emergency room when it was a really simple request? The codeine's making me sick. I don't feel comfortable with the one you prescribe. Please prescribe something else. We can take 600 milligrams of ibuprofen. That's a prescription. It's like nothing. I think I need something just a little bit stronger that's not an opiate, but not tramadol. Oh, they don't want to go that far. Or was it they were instructed not to go that far to help a patient in pain? Dr. Wilkins and Dr. Precci at the Doctors on Duty on Lighthouse Avenue in Monterey, California. Ava Fanculo to you too. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.